Are you ready to go? Uh-huh. What's tonight's episode about? The Amazon, the Amazon rainforest. rainforest. So I haven't been watching the news. Topical. Um, that much about that. I usually just watch political stuff now. Um, <laughs> the rainforest that's burning. Is that what's happening? Yeah, okay. sort of. Okay. We'll, we'll go. I think this is 75. You said the other one was 75. Okay. I don't Instagram. Oh, okay. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat episode 75. You got it. Do you know how to say that in Spanish? Uh, nope. Something. Cinco. Cheers, Jimmy. Not too hard. These glasses are old. Right. Why is your whiskey all Oh, I put an ice cube in One. Uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by... Watershed Whiskey. That's not who sponsors us. It's just what we're drinking. It's our next endeavor. Is getting sponsored. Yeah, apparently you have to get them yourself. Yeah. We thought they'd come to us. Um, To start off, I'd like to say congratulations, Jimmy, for... For? Being nominated. Oh, we did not win <laughs> at the podcast awards, but... We didn't, but I think we came in we second. We didn't lose. Yeah, so... Like, we were in the arts category, and um, there was, like, a bunch of other people in the arts category, and we got top four, and the person that won has, is, like, really popular. So, I don't actually feel that bad that, you know, we didn't win our category. Yeah, it was, um, they would only say the top four, but there's a lot of people in it. Yeah, but when you could actually see the votes early on. We were second. We were second to like them. Like by far. Yeah. We were second by and far. And they were leading us. So yeah. if that continued on. But I tried to get them to tell me what mm. the rating was. They wouldn't. First they were like, sure, um, we'll get that info up. And then they sent me like a private message saying like. Just kidding. Yeah. And I think originally they thought maybe I was just a like a, a random person and realized I was part of one of the podcasts. Yeah. Because I don't know who was replied to me and said that we don't want to let the podcasters know. I don't know why he wouldn't. They well, were just like, they try got... harder next year. Okay. <laughs> it's just like, but I don't know. Well, it was kind of varied. So like the... Not that it matters. It was really to promote podcasting in general yeah. in the city. It's, it wasn't really about competition. It was, it was fun. Um, it was definitely like a cool, it was like a networking event for podcasters and that was really cool. I like learned some stuff, talked to some people. That was really fun. Got me like motivated to want to like push this podcast more, which was cool. Um, there was a lot of cool other podcasts there, but what I thought was like the most compelling thing about the whole event is that when stacked up, so like, okay, True Crime Garage was in the running for the best podcast. So was... Um, this crypto naturalist, which is apparently like really popular, but I don't know. Like I, I kind of like went through a bunch of the podcasts to see who was popular and who was not. And it was kind of, I find this like aggravating in that we had one of the top listened to, um, podcasts, but we're not that locally listened to, which is my aggravation is that I feel like we should be pushing this more in Columbus. Do you feel like the beaters let you down, Lisa? No, no, because I don't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter where you live. It, no, I just. It I was would, really, I think, who got their listeners to vote for them the most. I know, I know, but I'm saying that like a lot of those podcasts had local Columbus. It was the Columbus Podcast Awards. It wasn't the World Podcast yeah, Awards. Yeah, so you had more. So I'm saying that like there was a local audience from a lot of those podcasts. Oh, yeah. hold on. Bob just got a boo boo. Okay. Sorry. Um, but my point is that a lot of those podcasts have a larger Columbus following. And I just feel like we should be striving for that. We should okay. just be striving for more um, more listeners in general. You know? I think so, too. So we got maybe it. we're, we're working on a consultant. If we you have listen one. to this podcast, you could give us feedback at lisabichamita.gmail.com. But when I – and I'll often try to stop you and, like, override what you're saying because – if I'm listening to something mm-hmm. and it gets very specific about a certain area, I get kind of like, eh, turned mm-hmm. off. Unless it's like New York or some very popular area. Um, but oh, I feel if, that. If that I'm makes list, sense. If I'm in 
you know, Australia and we you're, should be, you're talking about some restaurant for 15 minutes that there's no way I'll ever go to. Um, I'm not that interested in that. I guess that's a good point. I, we should just set our sights universally, globally instead of locally. Yeah. So I like to use our local examples okay. as, you know, what's happening around the world because it is. We just talked about VegFest that happens in pretty much every major city mm-hmm. in the country. Um, but I just like to use this as like a microcosm, but... Okay, I feel not that. Not be a Columbus podcast. I nope. don't want to be a Columbus I, podcast. That makes sense. It's too limiting. Okay, that totally makes sense. I just want to I just want to make this podcast successful, bro. You know? That's it. I feel it. you. I feel okay. you. So, episode 75, we're going to talk about the Amazon rainforest. A very uh, It's a hot topic. Relevant. Literally. Oh, wow. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, before that, let's talk about some food. So, um a tip on making tofu scramble that I picked up online. I'm sorry. I don't know who, where I read this, but I can't give them credit. But if you are making tofu scramble, you know, like that's a staple in our household. If for some reason you slice the tofu really thin and then when you're stirring it into like, you know, your veggies or your onions or whatever with your spices, if you're gentle with it and not smash it, it gives it like um, it it's more of an egg consistency and like a velvetier, like weird. I don't know what about it, but it makes it taste more like eggs. Yeah, where did, where did you, you saw that I, somewhere? I saw it online, and then I was like, "This it's, is stupid, but let's try better. it." It's weird, but that it like. I mean, I don't know if you were ever an, an egg eater, but I, don't know if I, I was like way better. <laughs> it's really but. good, um, but I th- I mean, when I ate scrambled eggs. Um, like the curdling's similar if you slice it to a regular scrambled egg as then if you just smash tofu. Yeah, but some people like, I think even my dad maybe, but a restaurant never would do this. But some people just beat the shit out of their eggs when they scramble them. Yeah. So it comes up like crumbly like tofu scramble. Or typically though, if you go to a restaurant, you have those like big flakes Yeah. Did you egg. before when you cooked for yourself, I, I was going to say not... Not pre-vegan days, but just before, you know, you got handed three square meals a day to you every single day since you've met me, including snacks. But um, before that, when you made eggs, did you beat the eggs before you put them in the the pan? 100%. Yeah, in the bowl. And did you put milk or water in them? I would dash a little bit of milk in there sometimes. Interesting. Yeah, you gotta fluff them up a little. So, not that I eat eggs anymore, but water actually makes your eggs fluffier than oh. milk. Well, and then two, you don't want to overbeat. I don't know. Why I'm giving tips about eggs because <laughs> yeah. I don't eat eggs anymore. But you do want to overbeat eggs when you put them into the pan. Yeah, but and I also never. Butter is your friend. Butter is your friend when you're making tofu scramble, though. So, like, if you want to make a perfect egg, and this is just out of like, I like. I like technique in like the kitchen or whatever is that you, yeah. it's like you're making scrambled eggs is like, okay, you, you like put it in the pan and then you like wait a second for it to sit and then you pull it away from the sides so that you're getting that. That's where that like long piece of tofu more mimics the scrambled eggs because it's, it's like a layer of scrambled eggs kind of. Like it's like a very, it's like a, a lot of little omelets in scrambled eggs. That gotcha. makes sense. So I think that's why slicing the tofu for some reason just gives it a little extra. It just makes it a velvetier, creamier tofu scramble. It is creamier and velvetier. It's weird. Isn't it weird how that small little technique makes like such a big difference? It is because if you think about tofu scramble, if you've are new to this yeah at first it was like you know just more tofu but right um when it gets beat up like that it does kind of re- resemble an it egg does. but for some reason you're really good at keeping it moist oh, yeah. <laughs> but i'm really I, good at keeping things moist. i never liked scrambled eggs really you didn't oh no. i got down with scrambled eggs they're like my least favorite way to eat an egg that was like i don't crave them um at all like anymore like not even a little bit but um when I was like, like if I hadn't eaten anything for a really long time and someone like if you were gone for the night and it was like Lisa's at home by herself, what was I going to eat? Scrambled eggs like one mm. just and like just butter, well, vegan butter and scrambled eggs like that was all. And that was like ugh, a dream. 
But uh, tofu scramble really has satisfied that. Yeah. It's, and and this it's slicing really it's I don't know what changer. it is, but you should really try changer. it. It's I don't know, it was like a game changer. It's like a, it's like a cool <laughs> technique. It's a whole new level of breakfast. Yeah, Folks, but try it. Um, look at Lisa's Instagram. She'll yeah. show you a picture. There's a tip. And then tonight, this is the last food thing I want to talk about. But tonight, I made fried rice. I don't even know if it's considered fried rice because one, it wasn't fried, but it was. That is this dish we had tonight. That's like my perfect dish because it's it's got. Protein, veggies, a sweet, a sour, a salty, rice. Like, it was everything. So it was fried rice, but I just made like a brown rice and then put um, pineapple. I think you you could like use canned pineapple, you know, if you really want to be economical. It was You sliced like a real pineapple? Yeah. You always find that so bizarre. I bought like a watermelon the other day and you're like, oh my God. What's so, what do you guys do with this watermelon? Like on the 4th of July. And I was like, I don't know. Eat it. Like serve it to my family. And you're like, I don't know. You're going to cut into that one. You have an axe you need. <laughs> like it's just a fucking watermelon. Like cut it. Anyways, um, I put watermelon and green onion, peas, corn, um, carrots, uh, cashews. And then I diced up some tofu and baked it for like 20 minutes. And I threw that in. And then my sauce was like curry powder and god dang it. I don't know what, like soy sauce, but not soy sauce. That Bragg's amino acid that just tastes like soy sauce. That's another tip. Don't ever use soy sauce. Use Bragg's amino acids. It's literally the same thing as soy sauce. Just healthier? Um, yeah, and that, well, soy sauce is soy sauce is just liquid just salt. salt. Yeah, yeah, but this Bragg's amino acids has some um, qualifying, you know, qualities. And I don't feel dehydrated like after. Yeah, um, and I think oh cilantro. I don't. know. You know what I'll do? I'll put the recipe up. That's what I'll do. I got time this Friday. I'll put there the recipe go. up. In but it was really good. Don't you think it was really good? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about it? You want to give me like a hundred compliments about how good your dinner was? Oh, it's just hard to keep up. You know. Hey, hold so on many a second. Good meals. Yeah, you got. I made you tofu scrambled this morning for breakfast. Yep. You came home for lunch. I made you a salad with grilled tempeh, and then you had the f- home cooked fried rice meal for dinner. Yeah. Like you were just fucking sitting pretty. Yeah. You get three. Ne- there was no leftovers in that meal whatsoever, or in this day whatsoever. Just all fresh food, you know, for your, your hard, for your hard working man. That's, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like really pulling my weight, okay? Keep I know you, good work. you pull your weight too. I Thank know. you. But I'm but. just saying, like, I'm really pulling. I also laid six pegs. Of concrete today in the midst of the three meals. <laughs> she can do it all, folks. Jeez. Well. Try to have sex with me tonight. It's not happening. Just, just too, <laughs> too busy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're just going to be looking at pictures of yourself and your phone. <laughs> no. Um, all right. So that's that's food talk. So let's let's talk about the Amazon. Yeah. I mean, so this one's all over the place because... It's pretty fresh, but I wanted to do a podcast on it while it was still Hot. headline news. So what have what have you heard? Um, I heard that Amazon's uh this is this is honest like honest to God my interpretation yeah, of events. Yeah, give me give me your is that the Amazon's on fire, vegans are pissed because it's non vegans' fault. There's a there's a ton of memes about it and that it's it's non vegans' fault. Um that that Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> tweeted or did some sort of social media about a monkey and that monkey was from a couple years ago like it wasn't (laughs) even like an accurate picture of what's happening now so like there's like false fake there's quote-unquote fake news about the amazon yeah you got the whole story pretty much is that it so but 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 it's it's still on fire and it's a problem yeah it is. Um, it's just bizarre. Like it's kind of testament to the to the way the news works. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about this with my students actually. It's incredible what we decide is important and is not important. Yeah. Because this this is 
this is important, this but, is it, super but, it, important. but it happens a lot. It, it and, does? Yeah, and it's, and it's something that if social media gets a hold of it, it becomes this like big deal. Yeah. There's been tons of examples of this. Do you think when social media gets a hold of stuff, not just the Amazon, it becomes a big deal? That besides just an outrage, actual progress is made from outrage? In this one, I would say for sure. You do think so? Because I think that not some. Some are just often, bullshit. People so are just pandering. There's, there's a ton of outrage, but it seems like there's just there's outrage with no follow-up well the first the first kind of joke memes about this so people start posting the first meme i saw was this is all like a list of all these things going on in the world but the amazon is burning and it's going to be gone and no one cares Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that's weird um that i guess no one cares that's the first thing i've seen of it is the stupid meme but then as the days went on it was Mm -hmm. oh my gosh the amazon's burning it's on fire huge fire in the amazon and then, um, then, so you're not going to get any progress there. Then I see some memes making fun of that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I want to make a difference in the world. I'll just retweet this. Um, I'm, <laughs> one was like, I just retweeted 40 buckets of water onto the Amazon. No, I, I saw that. It was <laughs> something about Google. There's a lot of them like that, mm-hmm. but. Um, but that no one's making a difference there. People are bitching about something, but I think where things did start to flip is when vegans got a hold of this. Yeah. The vegans were like, Hey, hold up. You, Do you know, guys want to know why it's burning? Yeah. You guys. <laughs> exactly. And we've talked about this a lot, but it's, it's also not even as accurate as that though. The way we simplify we it. being vegans, simplify it. Um, so there's a, a God, f- vegans are such on their high horse. They are. Like but I, I bet we could take like every problem. And just be like, it's because you guys eat meat. A lot like, of them, enti- Like in the whole world. A lot of environmental ones. Um, yes, but not all of them. Peace um, in the Middle East. like you were saying. Because you guys eat meat. Does this stuff make a difference? I think there's a lot of people who, it's just funny how, you know, vegans, I, th- I think we talked about this in the last episode. We, we try our best to be gentle, but sometimes we're very harsh with people. We're super harsh. This one, it was hard not to be harsh. Yeah. Especially... I'm pretty harsh when anyone shares anything environmental on social media. Well, that's not a vegan. You get oh, because it's hypocrisy. Yeah, it's or best. like animal loving, and I'm just oh like, oh my god, that's the worst. That's where I can't hold back. Well, I and think that like if I had to give some commentary on that, because that's what our podcast is about. Oh, is it's that Lisa's turn? Uh huh. That um, that I think that you um, you were inspired to be vegan pretty much because of the environmental impact and like. For you to make such a drastic change because of your love of the environment. And like, <laughs> and I don't even think you like really love the environment that much, but it was just like blatant facts in front of your face. They were like, well, I'm not a, like, this wasn't in my path to be like an environmentalist, but like, I can't ignore this. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't love the politicizing of environmentalism. Right. But you, but even with that, you took. You know, the facts you saw and you're like, I, I just I can't be a part of this anymore. But what's just bonkers is when someone's like, I love the environment. I'm green. I'm all for this. I'm going to drive this smart car. I'm going to have low gas emissions. I'm going to, you know, low flow shower where, heads. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to take a shower every day because it's bad for the world. <laughs> or I'm going to have a greenhouse and... Like all that stuff, and then they're still gonna eat meat and dairy. Like that's, you all are stupid. <laughs> that's why I became a vegan. Yeah, yeah like that's of, not just because of the environmental, but because of that contradiction right there. Yeah, like I that's couldn't, a I couldn't like lay my head on a pillow and be like, oh, but I'm un- eating. Unless I'm, con- I'm, I'm contributing, like, completely willing to go out and just say, I actually don't give a shit about mm-hmm. the world and the and the water and the earth. Unless I was willing to be that guy, it was a it was a, a huge dick. contradiction to me. It was yeah. something I couldn't ignore. But people are people are pretty good at it. It's like <laughs> it's that cognitive dissonance, yeah. I think. But it's that's crazy. But you say does does this make a difference? I want to bring it back to that, and I think it does. I think sometimes my approach isn't always gentle, whether it's veganism or politics or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um, but I think when you do, this is a complete opposite of what we were talking about last week, but I think when you do go at someone really hard yeah. with something that's so factual and impossible to break, to break 
they might be like, bah, and then walk away and, and just, it, it might plant a little seed in their brain and they yeah. start thinking like, oh, well, maybe, yeah. Maybe like good cop, bad yeah, cop. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of mad that the whole fucking Amazon's on fire, but yeah, it's, uh, it's part of, you know, or something, you know, less great. But this, this event is pretty funny because vegans can shut a conversation down so hard. Yeah. Like no matter what I've, I have 20 examples of this, but I can think of like two, one today. I think I was in like a family text and mm-hmm. I jokingly said, the, I'm going to turn everyone vegan. They asked how the podcast awards were. Oh, and, and I was like, we're about to take over the world. Everyone's going to be vegan. And then like the conversation just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, I mean, they might've been busy, but no, um, I, like someone asked me once specifically like, that, but about, uh, I said really bad acne. We've talked about that a few times. And someone asked me once through a text, she like, like shouldn't mention Hey, that. what are some, like, you seem like you've gotten past that. What are some things I could do to, you know, get past that? Maybe it was like a high school kid. And I was like, well, you know, um, cold showers helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, got it. Yeah. Being healthier. Got it. Um, I stopped washing my face with all these chemicals and soaps. Check. Um, and actually, I think dairy pumps a lot of weird hormones oh, into your body. No. <laughs> and it was like, my culture doesn't accept that. Gone. Like, you can shut somebody down with that. But, anyways, I think even when that happens, I think that person in the back of their mind well, is like, by Ooh. shutting it down that fast, they're just like, can't think about this, can't think about this, can't think mm-hmm. of it. That's when a conversation ends that abruptly, to me, that's the other person saying, like, their cognitive distance or whatever, like I can't, I'm not, I can't think about this anymore. Yeah, because their brain on to the next. I can't continue this conversation. They can't like wade through the bullshit and still stay on track. You know, like if they could, they would just say you're full of shit. But they know that they know they know that I'm not. I just whatever it may be. It's not even just veganism. I think it's bizarre. If you shut somebody down that fast, you've you've struck a nerve of reality in their brain that they don't want to deal with. That's what I look for when I'm arguing with people. You know, like a little shred. I like to like... <laughs> look for weaknesses. I like to, like to, to pounce dra- on. drape my insults in like a little shred of truth wrapped around like a like a orb of I don't care. I'm better than you. <laughs> that sounds like a good vegan but statement. But also... It's true. You well, know? anyways, this one actually like, I'll isn't be like, that true. You're like being vegans healthier. You probably would lose weight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't say this at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Let's start with what is the Amazon? What's the Amazon? Um, it's a She's giant a house. Rainforest in South America. Matted, just let it all hang out. Oh, she's a brick. Okay. Do you good? No. Well, that's what an Amazon is, too. It's like a large lady, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. You've never heard that phrase? No. She's an Amazon? Oh, look at Like, she's like a she's like a large lady, like a... You've never heard that? Like a, like a rainforest <laughs> large? <laughs> like a, she, I swear, that's like a... Like, it's the same as like a brick house. She's nah. met to met to just letting it all hang out. Nope. Okay. Are you going to drink the rest of your whiskey? Yeah, don't even think about it. You can go get some more. Keep going. Can intro this. Um, but anyways, the rainforest, um, it's very large. Mm-hmm. South America. Like a brick house. Brazil. Um, mostly, especially what's on fire right now. We've talked about, we had our crime episode about people being killed. Mm-hmm. We've talked about environmentally, you know, the impact of animal agriculture on the Amazon rainforest. And that's what this kind of comes back to, but this is all brand new. But just a quick recap. Mm-hmm. Um Lots of trees. Trees yeah. provide oxygen. Um, some people believe that these giant rainforests, and this is the last of the big, you know. There's none in Africa anymore? Not, there's in not, Africa. There's <laughs> there's not like. Africa's still there. It's yeah, no, I'm saying there's desert. not. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was some. No, there's forests there, but nothing like this. So the, like the rainforest, the Amazon is, if you plopped it on the United States, it's about the same size. It's big. It's time out. Let's just think about that for a second. Yeah. It's the size of the United States. Yes, but. That's giant. It's huge. But I thought I, Brazil was the size of Texas. No, 
Brazil's gigantic. Like the size of the United States. Um, well, the, the Amazon rainforest expands a couple. Expands beyond Brazil, but most of it is in Brazil, and, and most of it that's being exploited is in Brazil. But I'm thinking, like, I don't know. We have the the, the Great Plains and the Rockies and stuff, but when you fly in an airplane and you look down... Like, isn't most of the U.S. like a forest, too? Oh, my God. I guess God. just not that. You. <coughs> what? No, it's not. It's not? There's a tremendous amount of trees in, in America. You know what? I There's not. One. No? And two, I don't know. You hate trees. I, I, you hate trees. I don't hate when trees. When we moved into a house, you were like, as long as there's no trees. I hate, I hate owning trees. Okay. Okay, what the, like, I just, I don't know. Okay. I don't mind seeing a, a little kitten on TV. I'm like, that's really cute, but I do not want one in my house. Oh my God, like, they're that much. First, where did this hatred come from? You lived in a condo community before you moved. Yeah, but. So, like, where's the hatred of trees? I don't have a hate. I love trees. Like, we live in a beautifully. When did, you know. Treed street. but treed. When I see a house no, no, in no. the country. Where's the root? Where's the root of the hatred? Did you have to like rake leaves when you were a child? Not really. We had two trees. Um, one dropped crab apples, and we had to pick those up. Yeah, they were the worst. But you ever jumped into like a pile of leaves? Yeah, we used to we used to rake some leaves, and we would jump in some leaves. Leaves they're disgusting. They're like wet. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you understand because it's actually not saying, that big like, of a deal. Aesthetically, when I look at a property. You want Especially in the trees. country, when I see a house in the country that is on like a cleared plain almost of just grass with no trees at all and just a beautiful house, maybe a little pond next to it. This might be why we beautiful. get divorced. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. That's like a, the opposite. But then you drive by a house that's like tucked into the woods. Yeah, it might be a big beautiful house that's along the driveway, but it's like the driveway is covered in like. Yeah, wet, nasty leaves, and they're all over the I wanna roof. Be, I like want to be in the woods. The roof, different colors, and I want to be in the woods. I want to be hidden. Mm. It's okay. We don't have to agree Do you- on this. Amazon, it's really big. We gotta get. We gotta. We gotta talk. People need to know. People okay. clicked on this because they were like, "Oh, all I need right. to know what's all going right, on." All right, all right, keep going. Um, so environmentally, not only does do trees provide oxygen, um, and some would say, which we'll talk a little bit about that. They call the Amazon rainforest the lungs of the world. Mm-hmm. They provide all the oxygen for the world. Uh, but also they've been known to technically a tree and photosynthesis is going to actually um, take carbon dioxide in as it produces oxygen. So it's almost like a filter. So as we put CO2 into the air through all of our you know, terrible things that humans do, quote unquote, um, the hey. trees, especially... Yeah. In mass can filter that out, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I know sense. what photosynthesis is. Yeah, I just, people don't usually think about them as take it in CO two, take it out oxygen. Yes, but CO two apparently is really bad. Um, which again, it's a yeah. whole other topic. It is, but it's also just like what an mammals and whatnot breathe out. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not something you can completely get rid of. Um, so. Amazon rainforest also pretty, use the term again, moist, wet, mm-hmm. rainy. Um, but it's so wet. It's been a dry season lately. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, we know what the forest is. So, burning. We're starting to see all this stuff online. Start to read some of these articles. How does it Quick. catch on fire? It's so wet. People are. It's not. It's pretty dry. It's been a pretty dry year, okay. which happens. So it's called the rainforest, not the dry forest. Yeah, good one. It's um, not even a joke. That's just a literal fact. Well, it's it goes through dry seasons and they okay. have fires, like any forest, like California. Like it happens in America. naturally. Um, it happens pretty often there. So even though um, this year it's higher than usual, there have been years that there's been this much burning of the amazon rainforest there has there has but these fires unlike well actually you know a lot of the california ones are started by like a human accidentally and then it just gets gets out of control out of control these are started on purpose um the government 
is almost encouraging it, and it's because of the cattle industry, which we've talked about a lot on here. To clear lands? Yeah, so they're clearing. So be, even, be, you know, <laughs> rewind two months ago before anyone was talking about any fires, we were still clearing, I think, like a football field a second or something. Yeah. <laughs> like in the Amazon, like incredible amounts of deforestation a happening. A football field a second. And that's all, well, 80% is of that is for cattle. I don't know if it's a second or a minute. And then a minute seems a little bit more plausible. Yeah. Um, and then what's the other, why else would it be cleared? Uh, other agricultural, other agriculture? things, you know, just, so it's just vegetables agriculture. to feed people. Yeah, it's all agriculture. But um, as the cattle industry is increasing and the demand for it is increasing, so is the need for more land to herd the cattle and raise the soy to feed the cattle. Um but one thing I, I found pretty interesting, I didn't realize, is that 80% of the beef that they harvest is actually domestic. Like, they're eating it. Um, but Wait, what? What? 30%? 80%. 80 of the beef that Brazil's making stays in Brazil? Yeah. It's for, for them. Brazil? Yeah. So they're, they're getting down with their beef. But that Brazilian-Mongolian barbecue? You they just you're just on, you're just on fire tonight. They with these just jokes. can't help it. <laughs> they like to eat some cows. Um, you know what they should do? Okay, so like cattle is taking up all of our land, right? Yes. Can't they like? I mean, I don't want them to, but can't they like genetically modify <laughs> a cow to like? withstand like Alaska temperatures or something. No, that's actually probably a bad idea too. Yeah. In the sky. Can they cattle be in the sky? Like where can they like what's like besides One thing I read not is eating that they're, them? They're doing uh um get your feet away from me. This is uh it's it's just an interesting contrast that just occurred to me, but one one article I read was, and it wasn't like from a vegan site, it just said one solution would be to um, add efficiency to their process of raising cattle. And What does that mean? How can you be more efficient? Exactly. This is just occurring to me. Actually, I think a lot of their cattle in the grand scheme of things is probably in America um, what we would consider the best like grass fed free range so they don't have the efficiency we do they're not oh. they're not raising cattle in tiny little corners on oh, slabs of concrete um one article i said uh, or i read said that they could probably do three to five times more production of cattle in the land that they're clearing um if they could if if they could make Oof. their process more efficient but Think i didn't it didn't even occur to me until right now that what they meant by that was the factory more of a farms. factory style. Think about that argument. Save the environment, less humane to animals. Who's going to win that one? That's a bad argument. Yeah, there's, there's no winning either way. Um, but we've talked about this, but Asia, um, India, some of these countries that didn't really have an appetite for meat as much now do. And mm -hmm. they're increasing demand and there's zillions of them. Um, so the more that they demand, the more other markets are being stressed. So we well, do get some of it do? in America. We do get it in Asia. What could they do, though, instead? Like, if they're not going to, you know, slow down their consumption, what are we supposed to do? Slow down consumption. That's the only option. Yeah, it really is. And, and lab meat. It's, I think lab meat. Yeah, lab meat, I guess, could be an option. Because it's just going to be cheaper to produce it. The big problem is, so, so Hong Kong and China, mm -hmm. Egypt, Russia, these are the, even uh, the United States, we're importing it from there. But um, as this demand increases, obviously, they're going to meet it. So unless Brazil's down there coming up with some kind of lab meat, the problem here is, we're talking about a country whose economy is based on this production. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like telling the U.S., like some people are trying to do, we need to get rid of, you know, fossil fuels or things that are the, the heart and soul of our economy. What that's, a good, that's, that's impossible. What a good um, example, though, because it's impossible this second 
but can we not evolve? Can we not grow into something else? Can we not start trying to do something else? Yeah, absolutely. I think we can. We definitely can. But can they? Yes, uh, they can. <laughs> um, so they, they recently elected a... Can you pause so I can get more whiskey? Uh, yes. Anyways. Um, right. You like this whiskey? A while. A while. That was Is the it? podcast. No, it's that, not. It's uh, Watershed. That beat everybody. Whiskey business. Whiskey business. Have you listen to him. Oh, yet? I get it. Like risky business. <laughs> you just got it. Yeah, I just got. Have it. you listened to it? Because you said it like whiskey business. I haven't. Have you? No, I want to. It has um, Dino and but the guy from Dino and Stacy, but just Dino. Is that another very specific Columbus, Ohio <laughs> like reference? Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's like specific to like Columbus in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, um, Brazil uh, recently elected a far right populist president. Hmm, weird. Seems okay. to be pretty common these days. Is populist like socialist? No, no. Like popular. Like Trump would be considered a populist president. Oh. Um, just kind of out of the blue. Okay. This whole new idea. And in uh, Great Britain, just elected, I don't know what his name is. Like a, a, It's like Trump's long-lost twin brother, apparently. Really? You see this guy? Yeah, he's just yeah. as bizarre and like outspoken. But anyways, uh, this Brazil guy, his name's Bolsonaro. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, his name is Bol? No, his name's J-A-I-R. Yar. Hirar. Bolsonaro. Havrero. Yeah, okay, keep going. Perfect. Um, Bull. So he gets elected, and he's obviously, he's trying to push a more, like, business-friendly attitude. Farming and mining is, you know, big there. So he dropped all the regulations. Um, So he's been there since January, and uh, despite warnings of conservationists and deforestation and all that, he was like, fuck that rainforest, bro. Encouraging it. Yeah, so, like, I watched a thing on CNN the other day that was saying that you know, as the night, because they're all all the reporters are down there because social media got interested. So the the media, the real media, the real media, <laughs> and uh, they're all there, just like, oh, there's a fire. But it as the days went on, as I was watching this coverage, they started to to be a little bit more real about it by saying that not only um, does this happen every year, um, a lot of these like there's more fires every day because the government's actually encouraging more production. And uh, they're burning more of these, you know, they're starting more fires. And then they get out of hand the way one would hear. So and the, the other big problem. Is this one out of hand? Yeah. So not out of hand, but it's the it's the biggest, I think, in like eight or nine years. Okay. Um, so in 2019, we have 80 percent higher um, than 2018 fires right now. OK. Um, but it's only seven percent higher than the average. Of okay. a typical year. So last year was really low. This year's really high. So it looks really bad. But over the last 10 years, this is 7% more fires than the last 10 years. Again. Not cool. Not all, cool that any of this is no, on fire. No fires are cool. Just saying. Or fires are not cool. It's interesting that this has become such a topic right now. But it's a good thing. It's, it's a this good is, thing. It's a, yeah, it is a good thing. positive. <laughs> this is the same um, like vegan theme is that like I feel like. Everyone traces it back and be like, you're ruining the earth. Told you so. You know, like it's like we're like a beat, like a broken record. Really? And that we're like, everything you do is terrible. And I think I think that's what really pushes people away from being vegan or trying to be plant based or anything. Is they're like, God, I can't do anything. It's like everything is bad. I felt like that because it was like, okay, obviously can't eat meat and dairy. Abvi, like that's that's 100 that's not even like i'm not even looking <laughs> at that you know but like can't use plastics okay yeah um can't buy shit from the cheap clothing stores anymore h&m forever 21 i don't know if there's other ones out there but like those <laughs> you can't you can't buy them for, or not old even navy. you old navy um even like abercrombie um you know, most people go to, I don't even know. Like <laughs> Target? The Gap. I don't know, but all those places, it's all fast fashion. It's all, you know, like 
little kids in Bangladesh putting together stuff in a in a sweat shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then then you can't eat certain foods that are GMO because you got farmers killing themselves because their crops aren't growing and they're getting diseases off of the pesticides. Like it's like I mean I get it. It's like a defeatist thing. Like you walk out the door and you're like I can't fucking do anything. Yeah, you know. And then you're just like just like fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. I remember the first time I think I was, I might have been in high school, maybe college. I remember reading an article where it said that uh, hot dogs might actually give you cancer. Mm-hmm. And at the time, fifteen years ago, that article was like, yeah, that's crazy. Even today, people were like, that's crazy. Yeah. But my initial reaction, I remember, I remember this. I was young, being like, "Well, if hot dogs give you cancer, then anything's giving you cancer." Like, geez, who who cares? But like, just live our lives. Yeah. But then fast forward, it's like, oh, hot dogs are giving people cancer. But still, well, I think it's like a people don't. They're like, don't oh, we're register. just we're not gonna think about that. It's such a yummy. Yeah. It's disgusting. But I really. think it's like um once you make up your your mind that like. These facts I'm hearing, I can't, I can't just ignore them anymore. That you, you don't have to go balls to the wall, you know. Like you don't need to send your paycheck to the Amazon rainforest or or go down there and save yeah. turtles or like you don't need to go that extreme. Well, but but the small changes you make in your life really do add up. It's why I cried at that Volkswagen commercial. Have you seen it? It's so good. No, it's so good. Like I. Like I could get through like my mother's funeral without a tear. What's the commercial? But the commercial, like I couldn't hold it. Walk us through this. Okay. Um, It's, it's just like a bunch of like, you know, comparisons of like this or that. And like the first one's like, oh, like, um, I don't know someone. Oh, it was, it was like an Instagram. Like someone liked a picture. And then the next one was like someone patted him on the back. Like. They were like, this is cool, but this is bigger. Doop, doop, doop. The padding on the back's bigger. Yeah. It was all like that like. Real life interactions. Real life interactions is bigger. And like, I don't know. It was like a big whale. But then it was like. I honestly like it's all like I was crying. I was very upset. I was very emotional. But I'll have to look this up. But it was just like it, the whole like thought process to promote their new van that's like apparently supposed to be electric. I fucking want that. Right. Van you so do. Bad. Yes. You do. Oh, God. We're going to have to talk about that later. But anyways, <laughs> the whole point was that like those little things you do do add up, you know? Like and I think brand new Volkswagen van. That's fine. But. My principal, when I went to Waterson, very specific, Bishop Waterson High School. Catholic High School in Columbus, Catholic Ohio. High School. Marion Hudson was my principal. When we first started school, she, like, you have, like, an opening, um, like, assembly or whatever. And she had, it was her first year as a principal. And she was a lady and like that was kind of big in Watterson days because I think she might have been like the first lady principal. But anyways, she's like balls to the wall, like trying her best. And she's a bit of hard ass, but she had this story about the starfish. Have you ever heard the starfish story? I feel like every Catholic. I feel student, like I've heard you say this before. But it's very, it's very telling. It's very like legit in that she, like, the guy was on the beach and it was after a big storm and there was all these starfish on the beach and he's throwing them one by one, but there's like thousands of them, right? And so this other person comes up and is like, you doofus, why are you, why are you doing this? Why are you throwing these starfish back? You're never going to make a difference. And the guy throwing the starfish back, we're like, but I made a difference to this one, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> and that's what the commercial is like. Okay. <laughs> Wow, this really took off here. Well, all that's very lovely, Lisa. But uh, I I think one problem that we do have, though, is um, as we're trying to convince people and not scare people away, is people do have knee-jerk reactions to these things, and they bug out about stuff that isn't very accurate. And this is a great example of that. And when you do that, you make people, people are like, oh, well, that's bullshit. So probably everything else is bullshit. 
And there was a ton, you said it earlier in the intro, people sharing and overblowing this. Inaccurate um, pictures? Yeah, inaccurate, all sorts of pictures and facts were quickly disproven and people would be like, oh, yeah, so. So I don't have to care about this because yeah, it's it just Yeah, it just discredits everything. That's a good point. Everything. You got to be real in your... Yeah, so I was a little disappointed in like... Your response. Um, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio kind of blew Do you, it. Is Leonardo DiCaprio a vegan? Yeah. He should be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Definitely. He also has like a private yacht though. Well, or I guess all yachts are private. He's in, he's in, yeah, is, there a, is there a public yacht out there I'd like to yeah. get aboard? Private yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just took the yacht to work today. <laughs> a public uh, yacht of transportation. But like him, um, Madonna, yeah, Ronaldo, that soccer player, they're oh. all sharing like old pictures. Oh. Like is tw- Ronaldo a vegan? I don't know. He's super hot. Uh, but are we talking about? Is this? he from Brazil? Is he Brazilian? No, he's not a Brazilian soccer player. Is he? Can he be like the picture for this podcast? Ronaldo. Isn't Look he the hot him. one? That's him right there. Oh, Christian. Like right there. Just kidding. No. <laughs> oh, God. Leonardo DiCaprio does that. not look good anymore. No, it's a bad picture of him. But this is a an article that's shit talking all these people. So And saying they're using false. You got to be better than that. If you're a celebrity and you know such a platform that you have and such like how many people look at your shit, like you got to get your shit straight. Like, ah, I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah, because if you're trying to do good, I know it's like, we live in such like a sad, sad world. But if you're trying to do something good, you got to make sure your your story is tight. Especially if it's something that people are going to try their best to discredit immediately. Right. And if it's that easy, then again, like I said, you're you're, you're kind of doing a disservice. But anyways, I mean. What the- if Leonardo DiCaprio was like, it's on fire. The world's climate change. This world's so hot. It just burst into flames. Do you think everyone would be pretty pissed? I don't get it. Like, because isn't climate change high? Like, hotly debated. Like, if he Um, blamed the Amazon rainforest on climate change. um, Some people started to a little bit because it it is a drier season there. um, Because of climate change. Climate change, if according to to some. But um, again, even that was discredited that it's. I mean, it's they've, it's always going through these cycles, I guess. Okay. Just right now, people are starting the fires on purpose. But anyways, yeah, all these celebrities shared totally false I- incorrect pictures. Some were forest fires that actually we should be paying attention to. There's some burning in like Europe and other places. I mean, forests do burn. Um, but I found a couple of articles that really, there was a Forbes article that was very interesting that really was kind of hard on this, but saying that a lot of this is complete nonsense. Um, I'm going to read this one word for word. <laughs> I was curious to hear what one of the world's leading Amazon forest experts, Dan Nepstead, had to say about the lungs claim. You know, people keep saying this is the lungs of the world. Okay. Um, CNN was saying that... Just like they said that like where we live is the armpit of the country. I guess. I don't hear they that. say that. The Midwest? Yeah. Um, so- but, I mean, you can't live without an armpit. So. It's true. CNN was saying that one out of every five breaths you take has oxygen from the Amazon. Oh, I don't and think I that's like, accurate. Wow, that's and or crazy. how does that make sense? Yeah. So this this uh, world's leading Amazon forest expert, Dan Nepstead, here's his quote. It's bullshit. <laughs> There's no science behind that. Amazon produces a lot of oxygen, but he uses the same amount of oxygen um, through respiration. So it's a wash. Um, so pretty much the Amazon. What does that even mean? Like I think using its own oxygen in a cyclical form and it's not floating away yeah. to America and we're surrounded by things that are pumping out oxygen. So Yeah, we are. I mean, I'm not saying that he's right or, you know, anyone else is wrong, but essentially this might not be this this lungs thing might be a complete myth. But oh, again, I, that's been I shared would say by that's, everybody. That's probably accurate. I mean, um I think it's important to have the Amazon rainforest. I think for other reasons, maybe not the lungs. Yeah, I mean, thing. it's a huge ecosystem. It's a huge ecosystem. There's like crazy. Millions of different species. Yeah, like they say that there's like a bunch of like 
Well, you know, now that I think about it, I've always heard that there's like stuff in the Amazon rainforest that is healing, you know, like, like, like the, medicine. Yeah. But now that I think about it, it's like, so we need this Amazon rainforest so you can go in there and harvest the shit out of stuff like that actually doesn't seem cool. Yeah, you know? I mean it's it's like anything. I I think fern we're Gully. it's like Fern Gully. We're part of this ecosystem. Do you know we being I feel like humans. Fern Gully's been like a solid theme throughout this podcast. And the, the conversation always starts with I haven't seen it, and you have. You've seen I, Avatar, though. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, Avatar is 100 percent Fern Gully. Fern Gully digitized. I don't know if like James Cameron yeah. knows that he ripped off Fern Gully. Sure, he does. It was the first like cool 3D movie. When he like lays his head down in the bell, he's like, I should tell someone. I got this idea from Fern Valley. Lisa beats her me, figured it out. <laughs> yeah, bro. You're not fooling this broad. It's the <laughs> same story. Um, but it does not. According to several articles I've read, several scientists. Just like we're not the um, armpit either. This is a... Seanan Peters, a geologist at University of Wisconsin, um, is saying that um, he did a he did a, some studies and ran some numbers. And this is a quote, so I'm going to read it. Uh, what would happen if we combusted every living cell on Earth? Um, if asked, that is, Peters wanted to know what would happen if the atmosphere, what would happen to the atmosphere if you burned down not just the Amazon but every forest on Earth, every blade of grass, every moss. Um, every patch of rock, all the flowers and bees, all the orchards, hummingbirds, photoplankton, zooplankton, whales, starfish, bacteria, giraffes. Everything living. Everything every single organic. thing except for humans. Um, and he said all the unthinkable. I have, mi- have, have, have bacteria in my skin. Yeah, but he said what would happen to us um, if this happened? And he said that the oxygen in the atmosphere would drop from 20.9% to 20.4 percent and co2 would rise from 400 parts per million um to 900 um and that do you know what obviously a worst case scenario like what the parts per million is like on like another planet or no of oxygen of co2 no Okay, I didn't. I just didn't know if you like knew that. Like, I'm, I'm impressed like, that you would think that I might know that. Well, it, it was like feel... it seemed like very applicable to what we were just reading. I thought it might have been in the article, you know. No, the like po- in comparison, Mars is this many parts per unit. Oh, he's just making the point that if you burned everything, it would we still... would all still live. So if we burn, we breathe this, fine. We breathe or we burn this Amazon rainforest, we're okay. So I guess the point of this breathing whole, wise, we're this okay. Whole thing. So, I mean, it's still destructive to the Earth and the environment right, right, right. in Brazil. But the whole we're thing not is gonna that, like, like not be able to breathe the anymore. People's outrage at the Amazon burning was misguided outrage. Um, is that this is burning because of your consumption? Most people were outraged. Well, everyone's outraged. Yeah, but that like not everyone's vegan. All right, like they said, like five percent of the United States is vegan, which is a high number. It was pretty exciting. But but ninety five percent of Americans are are not vegan. I would say that. A hundred percent of anyone that heard that the Amazon rainforest is burning is outraged at the Amazon rainforest is burning. But you're thinking in your head, 95% of those people outraged aren't doing shit to help it. And they're still yeah. pissed. So maybe look at what you're contributing into this world, your consumption, your output, what you're buying, what you're eating. And then you can come back and tweet some monkey from two years ago from a different country about the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. At the end of the day, the reason the Amazon rainforest is being cleared for better or worse is because of beef consumption. Yeah. Um, beef consumption. And Don't it, eat fucking cows, bro. Yeah, that's a that's another weird one like I don't They're know. Cows? People like steaks. Reminds I, me, we're going to have we're going go to go to Sunrise guy. Sanctuary Open Sanctuary on the 21st. Okay. And then we're going to go see Doc Robinson. Go see some music. We have a babysitter. Thank you. Sorry. We can discuss our calendar later. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's a bad thing. It's a terrible thing actually. And the Amazon rainforest is a, an amazing place that shouldn't be destroyed at this level. No. And if you take the beef the out of it, um, and again, doesn't, 
I mean, doesn't have to be that if way. you diminish the demand, unfortunately, you still have a giant demand by people in Brazil. Uh, but that's because probably it's something that's around them, so they're used to it. Yeah, I don't know what you're uh, so doing. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on down there. I don't know if there's a vegan podcast in Brazil or if people are moving towards this in Brazil. But in America, it's becoming pretty popular. I think you'd be surprised. Did you see that KFC opening? Um, did you see the pictures? No, I do not. Is it? Is insane. Does it look like KFC? I've I've never had KFC. Oh, I did when we were little. Like that was Sunday dinner. Yeah. Go get a, like, very rare. Like, I was really young. A mm. um, couple times when parents would get, like, the big bucket and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they just rolled out the Beyond Beef or Beyond Meat chicken in one store in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, they went crazy. Before it, ha- yeah, before it happened, the internet went crazy, at least the vegan internet, talking about it. And I'm like, I hate those articles because you read them and you're like, oh, one store in Atlanta is doing this. Or, oh, Again, the Didn't UK is doing this. Two different. You, you British folk are pretty lucky. Two different, like, of our friends texted us that story. The, like at least two. There might have been more than two. And it was like, I'm so excited, and we were like, No, read the article. You. Yeah. Well, maybe it, it will. So they, but they really um, made it a big deal. So they painted the whole entire Kentucky Fried Chicken green. Oh yeah. They just they changed all the logos. Just this one green. store. Oh, wow. Um, but there was, uh, it took four hours to sell out, but there was lines out the door. Most people waited two, three hours to get their hands on it, which probably was the equivalent of a Morningstar chicken nugget, which is fine. Um, Maybe not. I don't actually, have, I haven't had the, the Beyond chicken, but. I think it's all like the frying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If up like a shoe, I'd you eat it. You get that. that non leather, of course. Yeah. The uh, fast food fryers. Whew. But again, it's a good Nothing. testament. Things are happening and things are happening and it's exciting. Like I said before, I'm a bit of a food snob. Like I've gotten really um I've gotten really snobby. If you're what a true I food eat. snob, you would appreciate all food. Oh my god, that's like Maybe not. I don't no. know. That's a weird theory. No, that's like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm a beer drinker. So you appreciate and I appreciate all the beer? best, but I also appreciate the Bud Light. Okay. Is white claw or sprinkles or whatever, springly, I don't know the other kinds. Truly. G- truly. Are those, what is that? It's like garbage. What, what kind of alcohol is that though? It's a wine cooler poured in a can. No, I know, I know, cool but like now. what is it actually? It's, Do you know? <laughs> I think it's like a, like a LaCroix with booze in it. But like what is the booze? I have no idea what the booze is. You know? That's a good question. I just like, I went to the grocery store today. Like a normal American, I bought baby wipes, paper towels. We got paper towels? Paper towels. Paper towels. I love paper towels. Wish we had paper more towels, of look. Look, give one to your friend. Um, <laughs> but I bought paper towels that were like green, you know. I bought... Baby food, okay, number mm-hmm. four. four. I bought whole wheat bread for my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yes. I bought a six-pack of beer. Yes. Land-grant concentrate. Really good. a bottle of whiskey, obviously, and... The wrong hair gel. The complete opposite of what I asked you to buy. <laughs> lose my shit. Anyways, I appreciate. Anyways, the gesture. My point is, is that I went into the store and there were like stacks on stacks and racks of this truly white claw shit, and it. I think it's like a sign of what's wrong with our world. <laughs> it makes me so mad because it's a health thing. It's a health perceived as a health thing, and that's that's what. That's what annoys me about it is that if like if you are oops, drop the remote, sorry. If you are so tight on your diet that you can't enjoy a beer or a glass of wine, that you have to be stringent in your diet while you drink alcohol. While you're partying. Like that's just like that's crazy to me. Or like I'll I like watch my my shows, like the Real Housewives. 
I watch them all. Like, don't, I'm not above it. Like, let's not, like, I'm a real, I'm a real Housewives fan. I'm like not like a Bachelorette fan, but like, I'm not better than it. But I'm just saying is that like, they all will get like tequila with like lime juice and that's it. And it just like, it annoys me. It makes me so, so mad because I'm like, how do you just like, just, just drink a beer, just drink a beer. But I guess that's what someone's probably like, just, just eat some meat or something. But like, it's different to me because it's yeah. like, because I don't eat meat and because I don't eat dairy, I can drink and do whatever I want, you know? Like, it annoys me so much. Yeah, this, I get it. I mean, a lot of people are making sacrifices in places I guess they don't need to. That's, and that's it's it. Not, it's the sacrifice in the wrong spot. And it's not as beneficial. No, no. Why don't you put down the truly... And the White Claw, you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, and the, the Michelob Ultra. A, well, yeah, whatevs. But like, why don't you put that down and pick I don't know up what like your mm-hmm was. Pick up Not some, sure. pick up some real beer or wine or alcohol and put down the cheeseburger. Like that's what I think. That's where like my frustration comes from. Or just and don't it, you drink. can tie and you can tie it back to the Amazon rainforest. Is that people get so upset about the rainforest burning, but yet they're not willing to make changes in their own diet. I'm gonna drink a Truly or a White Claw, but I'm not willing to make changes in my own diet. Like. Oh my God, the hypocrisy is ridiculous. Yeah, share it on social media and feel good about it. But if you really want to make a difference, the vegans let you know that you blew it this this week. And that's, yeah. That was my favorite thing about the internet this week is watching vegans just throw that in people's faces. Because regardless of what is happening in the Amazon, there are fires and they are because of people consuming beef. So if you are upset about the fires and you consume beef, then... Instead of sharing it on Facebook, there's another step you can take. You could to slow that down, and may- and you could may- do it. Maybe it's maybe it'll happen. You could do it step by step. You don't have to take it all at once. You don't have to jump into the vegan pond. I get it. We're like piranhas. We're scary. You should jump right take, in. Take take a foot in. Take a few days off. This okay? is episode seventy five. As soon as I feel like people are like, oh, they just have to keep talking about vegan stuff. But keeps no, happening. we just do because it's that long ass text. It's good. It's simply safe. The alarm oh, system. Sorry. Um, but it, it's something that we're still passionate about. Yeah. We're going to keep doing this because there's so many amazing things that come from it. Um, but it's just it's interesting that after episode 10, I was like, what are we going to talk about? But I don't feel like we've had to force even one episode. No, it's just life. It's just like what's going on in the world and you can tie it all back to being vegan. You really can. And you it's can. it's exciting. And it is exciting. It's going to keep changing in our favor. So It's fun talking about it and we enjoy it. So meat will be. We didn't win our award, but you know what? It's okay. Maybe we should ask our listeners for feedback. Well, feedback, feedback, yeah. Email us at lisabeatsyourmeat at gmail.com. Oh, please tell us if we're doing a good job I want to rebrand a little bit. I want to rebrand. And what, we're going to have a new logo. Rebirth. We're going to have... Let's do it. Um, you do the Instagram, Lisa Beach Your you Meat. You do the Instagram. I do the Twitter. And for a while, I was doing it as... So, even when I, I, so I write the... Uh, I produce, in case you guys don't know. Apparently, other people have their own producers. producers, Yeah, I was like that podcast awards. I was like, "What do you do?" And they're like, "We produce it." And I was like, "Yeah, my husband does that." What do you What do you do? (laughs) Well, other other podcasts are like a little bit more um, elaborately produced. You know, like they've got like yeah, got like music. music. I think our (laughs) we've talked about this. I think our, our sound took a little hit because. Of where we're sitting right now, we sit in a big room. We sit in a really small room. For well, the most part, I'm redoing I think th- our basement so we can have a studio down yeah, there. Yeah, and we're gonna. I think we're gonna upgrade our equipment and stuff. And I would like to get a little bit more technical with the production, but I, I think our production's fine. I think we sound great. Um, I don't know where I was going. With that. Oh yeah, um, suggestions for that. You know, like what's our cut? Co- we need new cover art. We do. Help us um, out, beaters. We do. We need new cover art. We need um, like a rebranding. So if you are in any sort of marketing, I don't know. And then I also am trying to market this, I'm trying to sell this cutting board, like get in on the ground level. Literally, I don't know how much it's going to cost. I have no idea, but I don't know what I'm doing. I'm reaching out. I'm, 
we're gonna be going after some advertisers too. Yeah, like we're trying. Okay, that's it. Let's go. Let's go work. Okay, we're gonna step step up our game. We um, are. I run the Twitter. Let's fucking do um, it. But I used bro. to I used to do the Twitter and the uh, the show recap as like as me. No, it's like an Lisa? outside entity. Like we had a producer. Like tonight, oh, you did? Lisa and Jimmy did this. Oh, isn't that weird? Um, Talking about yourself in the third person. Yeah, and I still do that for the show recap. The show, my sh- the show like descriptions, like I keep them very short. Um, I th- I don't know. I don't I don't know. If, uh, have you ever like when you look for a podcast? Do you? It's usually the headline maybe that grabs you. I've, I don't I, know. Like I've looked for a podcast. Five minutes of my entire life, my whole time. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, I run the Twitter, but I changed that to um, Lisa Beats My Meat. You did? Yeah, I just want to be myself, you know? So oh, that's a good one. The handle is still Lisa Beats Meat. But it's um, cause Lisa you, Beats Because there's not your, room for Lisa Beats Your name your is Lisa Beats My Meat? Yeah, but if you, if you want to find... Do you think find... you get like weird weirdos that are like, does she? How does she do it? Early, early on, we got some weird stuff. Um, but the vegan community on Twitter has really exploded also. So okay. um, Lisa beats meat on Twitter is me, Jimmy, and I share the things you okay. make. I've had a long time, um, so it's probably not happening. Yeah, but <laughs> wait, I missed that. Oh, yes. No, don't beat my meat. <laughs> I have to go to sleep. Oh, my God. Um, we have to go. Yeah. So Amazon. Okay. Please 75. subscribe. Do all that fun stuff. Please, please email us. I'm telling you, you out there listening that has any sort of knowledge about marketing or selling a product or anything that can help us, please email us because we're just some vegans trying to get our word out and we I feel like we got some quality product and we need help. So yeah, please, like please feedback. email us. Yeah, and let's what? just say like... If you got to this point of episode 75. We always wonder who gets here. Go to lisabeatsyourmeat.com at gmail.com gmail. and send us an email and say, hey, I liked that episode. Or, hey, I can't believe I sat through an hour of that horseshit. <laughs> Give us any feedback. No, I think this is a good episode. But um, we do get emails and we, tr- we always reply to them and we love the interactions but i'm just trying to encourage more of that more uh, involvement uh, yeah and show ideas always show ideas great we appreciate them thanks for listening we'll be back soon with another amazing episode of lisa beats your meat worldwide the next one's gonna be about yeah good night